Hello, hello, hello. This is antennas. This is copy paste. We're gonna switch the vibe up a bit here. I've been feeling very uh, unsure about the future lately. Seems like there's very little we as regular people can do to uh, stop what feels like uh, is impending doom. So I decided to channel that energy into this mix. A narrative of the apocalypse. I hope you enjoy. Strap in for the next hour. Antennas, copy paste, myself, autonomy. Let's go.
yellow phone on the wall started ringing. Tommy jumped, then ran across the kitchen and picked up the receiver. Hello, he said, a little out of breath. Tommy's father was downstairs in the basement woodshop cutting a piece of clear pine on the table saw. The sound of the saw was screechingly loud and a big plume of agitated sawdust was forming in the air. Tommy's mother was outside on the front lawn tending to a small flower garden. She was visibly upset about her flower's condition. She was observing a black film on the stems and leaves, then trying to wipe this black substance away while running hose water on it. But it was too greasy and the water wasn't washing it away. The front door opened and Tommy appeared behind his mother. Mom, there's a phone call for you. Tommy's mom stood up and turned, the garden hose in her right hand shooting water. Who is it, she asked. I don't know, it's a man. He said you would know what it's about. Tommy's mom stood frozen for a moment and Tommy saw lines of worry racing across her face. Something else scrambled into Tommy's awareness. He saw that the sky was noticeably darker than usual, and he saw a huge red-orange glow moving on the horizon. Just then, a man appeared running frantically in the street, the man yelling, Fire is coming! Fire is coming! Fire is coming! Fire is coming!
Travelers say they won't be moving on for a few days. Tonight, the festival still appears to be in full swing. Local people are angry about finding drug-taking equipment dumped in gardens and sheep savage death in local farms. The travelers say they've already started a clean-up operation. When they do go, nobody will ever know they were there.
is true what many of you have heard. The machines have gathered an army, and as I speak, that army is drawing nearer to our home. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. Why?
Free yourself, free them, dance, free yourself. 
yourself, help to free me, free us, free yourself, help to free me, free us, free us, free us. The last question was asked for the first time when we stepped into the light. Just before then, it was wild. Microbes still swarmed through our body, those minds inside us and crawling at our feet, exerting their weird controls. We always knew they were there, but didn't really understand them. We couldn't see them, but they were watching over us the whole time. If we listened carefully, we could hear these little rulers in our gut. They worked together naturally decentralized. Their form was spread out, unlike ours used to be. They knew how to get us to spread their families, making us sneeze or cough or rub our nose or even give a kiss. Thriving in extreme conditions, they proved to be more fit, better at taking the next leap. There was no doubt they could travel through space distributed by meteoroids, asteroids, comets, planetoids, and spacecraft. They might carry something of us as a parasite to the future. Here at the edge of the world, we are calling you to join us, Ancestor Plus. In the communion of open pores, existence is no longer enclosed in the body. We are not a collection of individuals, but a macro-organism living as an ecosystem. We are completely outside ourselves and the world is completely inside us. Is this how it feels to become the mother of the next species? To love them more than we love ourselves? Like an extremophile? 